and this is the Exploring Happiness podcast. Let's get happier together! Hello, let's dive in. Today I'm going to talk about power, power and happiness. I've been writing a lot about power lately in my PhD about volunteerism in the refugee settlement sector. Particularly those power imbalances where there's one powerful with privilege and the vulnerable with less options and less agency. So I really wanted to talk about power in this Exploring Happiness podcast. So what does power have to do with happiness? A lot of times I read that power leads to unhappiness, either within the people in power or within uh, the people who are overpowered or disempowered or power is often associated with making decision, decisions for others. And of course, that's a problem because if we can't decide for, for ourselves, other people decide for us, it probably won't be right for us and we won't be happy. But then power also makes happy because if we have power and we can follow our dreams and use our resources accordingly, And people like us, um, which doesn't really mean that we are powerful, but we definitely feel that we have some power, and particular power over our life, that makes you happy. That's a very, very good predictor, um, at least to, for more happiness. It has to do with being in charge of your own life, having some kind of control. Uh, it's just the best way to happiness. It means that we make the decisions because we know how we feel and what is right for us and what not. And if we don't know it, we have to try it out, how it feels, and have to try different solutions. But if somebody does it for us, it's just not the same way because it will never fit our feelings that way. And we can't apply in the same way what we learned and then try the next step to see how that feels. And a lot of people are somehow reluctant to pick up the power, to empower themselves, to take the decisions because they're overwhelmed by all the things they might have to consider and a lot of fears and misconceptions. And of course, our belief patterns, which make us feel worthless and, and just not the right person to actually take power over this. Other people know better and we just follow the rules and routines and expectations of society. I came across a very interesting article, which was about power over, power to, power with, and power within. It's written by a social worker about um, social work with families and communities. So power over is what we usually see as, in parentheses, the bad power which is associated with domination, force, and control. This type of power works through fear of physical punishment and, the, and not being able to access resources we need, like food, medical help, or finances. But also emotional resources we need, like love, information, support, and approval. Power over means that people believe that these resources have, uh, are finite 
they are not in abundance, there's scarcity around it and we need to control it and make sure that we, that individual has access. Power over also means that individuals or groups take decisions which affect others and influence others, other lives. In contrast, there's power to, which means that we empower others, or power with, where we share control, where we share power, where we form relationships and negotiate uh, the, the access for the resources and uh, the support we give, give each other for it. We work out the, what everybody can contribute or what everybody needs and then work out the best way to uh, fulfill all these needs, satisfy them. It is neither the dominant decision of, well, this is good for me, so I make this decision, I don't care for others and actually even take their resources just to be better off. But it is also not the decision of the power where we think benevolently about others that we generously decide this because it will be good for others. It is really the connection of with others and working it out together in a kind of community development approach, pooling the resources, um, looking for solutions together. Power within, finally, is the power we have for ourselves. It's realizing our self-worth, our capacities. It is about recognizing the individual differences with a mutual respect for each other, just acknowledging differences without the necessity to make the same things, to make to take the same decisions. It is the power to shape our life as we want it, as we feel it's right for us. So power makes us happy because if we have the power for ourselves to shape our life and then support others in shaping theirs and they support us in shaping ours, it is a beautiful thing. It is just the power which is connected with fear and with scarcity and the finite sources, the, the fight for resources that makes us unhappy. Probably because the thought of scarcity and limited resources makes us unhappy in the first place. It is important to note, and I said that already, but I want to highlight it again, that benevolent behavior where we feel we are doing something good for somebody or helping them without actually checking in with them, if it actually helps them, makes us feel in power, but is actually not the good power. So it means that if we want to look after others, help others, feel in charge of others, we should always look for the power with, together with others, even with kids or people who are perceived as less resourceful or vulnerable. Even then, there's ways to work with power with, with cooperation, with relationship, with connection, to work out what is actually good for both of the individuals or groups and how they can both uh, be powerful in, in this process. In the end, it's more an exchange of resources and of support than with the acknowledgement 
that everybody has some kind of resources and everybody can offer some kind of support. And then we would all experience power. Wouldn't that be beautiful? Definitely make us happy, right? So have a happy and powerful week. Talk to you next time. Thank you for listening. Talk to you next week when we explore more happiness together.